Welcome, one and all, to the Cult of Dusty Show, starring your host, Dusty Smith. show in the goddamn world this is the dusty smith show thank you for joining me tonight as always much love to all of you happy to see you tonight and uh must say you're very smart for tuning in tonight because i have an amazing show been like four days since the last show so got a whole bunch of shit to cover i got my new lighting see my lighting i look a little bit better slightly less fucking casper white still fat still getting fat as fuck but whatever just gonna get fat who gives a shit i don't have to look good for you guys I'll be sexy and fat. And speaking of sexy, how are you sexy, dirty pores doing? As always, love my pores. Not as much. Not as much as the people that give me money, but still. Still a minor kind of love. Let's see what you guys have to say. Woohoo! Hey, friends. Get dusty with it. I will, as always, going to do what I do on the greatest show in the history of mankind. Uh, uh, amazing. Hell yeah, dust step. A little original song by Dusty Smith called Wobble Wobble. For those of you who want to listen to that, it is available on uh, my YouTube. Just type in Wobble Wobble Cult of Dusty. You'll find it if you want to. It's all good. It's amazing. It's the greatest show. Hell yeah. Got the singing. Um, hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Do it. As always, folks, if you want to help the show out, we have like way less money this month. The month's almost over and it's going to drop again. So we have like $100 less this month than we had last month. Wrong direction show. So uh, please support the art you like before it disappears. I'm trying to keep the show afloat and I only make money on the show through uh, e-begging, like on Patreon and through my uh, super chat. So uh, help me out if you can. Dollar two a month, whatever you can afford. It all adds up. I would very much appreciate it. And a lot of it goes to help the cats and the dogs, which we rescue here at the Human Society of Municipal Animal Sanctuary. So do it. Do all of the things. And also, super chats. The light on the show. Is the super chats? I will read all your super chats as the show goes on. No super chats yet. I suck. Nobody loves me, but it'll change, I assume. And uh, so hit the like button. It's the least you could do. Now is the time of the show where I tell you what the fuck I've been up to. Hey, so uh, first off, I watched that show. Uh, it's got that guy who played the Punisher and was also on The Walking Dead. It's called We Own This Town or City Where the Fuck's Called. Pretty good. I like that. And uh, then, folks, I finally got around to watching the Brittany Murphy documentary. Man, I love me some fucking Brittany Murphy. My type. My t- Not dead. I'm not into the dead. When she was alive, she was my type. Let me clarify. But anyway, and man, 
I am uh, jealous and uh, cat ass. Get away from me. I don't want your cat ass next to me. I'm jealous of uh, her ex Not jealous of him. He's dead, too. But anyway, uh, it's just amazing how easy it is to con people and trick people if you're like a dastardly piece of shit. So Brittany Murphy was married to this man. This man. Okay, he wasn't rich. He not good looking. He not in good shape. Never did shit with his fucking life. Wasn't famous. Wasn't popular. Nothing. And yet, basically, he had some kind of cult-like hold on her. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know how she died, but basically, uh, he didn't let her eat because he liked her all thin and shit, and didn't take her to the hospital after she got sick, and she died of pneumonia. And then, after she died, like a couple months later, he moved back into the same house where she died, and this motherfucker also died of pneumonia! So, yeah, crazy how you don't have to be, like, good-looking, you don't have to be smart or intelligent, you don't really have to be anything in order to be a con artist that gets over on people, could even marry a beautiful movie star when you're this guy. It kind of explains the whole Trump phenomenon, how Trump's not smart, he's not uh, handsome, he's not funny, not witty, he's just like a horrible human being, yet he has an incredible cult following. It's the same type of shit. It just goes to show what I always say. Don't have to be fucking smart or good for any of that shit. Dummies will always find somebody to look up to and to worship. Regardless, sad, sad, Brittany Murphy. Should have done better. But, yeah, Dad, so, uh, didn't work out for you. Um, and what else did I watch? Let's see what I've been watching. I started watching the new, um, Ozark Season 4 Part 2 just came out. I'm checking that shit out. Out of range. Uh, pretty good. Not too bad. Oh, the new show, uh, I Love You For That, just came out. Pretty funny. It's all right. And new season of Atlanta. I've been watching that. Uh, so cool. That has been what I've been up to. Also, a new show called, uh, The Offer, which is about how they were making The Godfather and how, uh, the mafia didn't like it and stuff. Pretty good. High budget. Got a lot of celebrities. So anyway, that's what I've been up to this week. That is all my rep, my recommendations. And, uh, also folks, just to throw this out there. I don't know if any of you guys are trying to get involved in like a YouTube career or some shit, but anybody that doesn't know like what to do, where to start, doesn't have any ideas, here's an idea for you. I have three years worth of two-hour shows where I've covered thousands upon thousands of topics, and I've mentioned this before, but like all my music and everything I've ever fucking done, my book, everything, it's all public domain. You have access to it free. So you can like mine every show I've ever done and clip out all the sections and then uh, just release thousands of videos of me and make all the money yourself. You don't have to give my permission. You don't have to give any money. You could just do it. And uh, so good luck to you. You're all welcome to go out there and do that if you want to. Like just like all the topics that I've covered, if you just like clip them out and then put the whatever the topic is in the description and stuff, the algorithm Undoubtedly, we'll get you some traffic. So I may build up a clip channel if you want to do that. I love you guys. Do it. I don't give a shit. My whole life is just free for you guys. Free for the taking. I believe information wants to be free. And uh, so it is, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not in this for the money. Uh, <laughs> luckily. So, cool. So what you guys are saying in the chat real quick. We're going to go ahead and start the show. Does the clip channel be awesome? Just do it. It's all good. It's all good. You got all the power at your fingertips. Did you finish Severance? I did finish Severance. Very good show. Uh, I had, uh, you know, one of those what the fuck's going on feel to it. Keeps you in suspense a little bit. Thought they did a good job with it. Uh, I think that's Ben Stiller's show. He wasn't in it, but uh, he did a good job. Dusty never sleeps. I <laughs> fucked that. Dusty sleeps a lot. 
Dusty has an amazing sleep life. Man, I love sleep. Dreams are so fucking cool. It's like virtual reality, but better. I like jacking in every night. Jacking in. Uh, what else? Hmm. Atlanta too. Atlanta's good, definitely. Ozark's fucking rocks. Pretty good. Have not finished it yet, but I'm about to work, work on it. Uh, you need to have no conscience, though. Yeah, yeah, it'd be easy to make money if you had no conscience. Look at Elon Musk and all the other billionaires in the world. Well, I wish I knew how to fuck to do YouTube. I suggest you get a copy. Wink, however you need to. Wink, wink. Now, obviously, I don't suggest the piratebay.org or uh, rarbg.to. Don't go to those sites and download a copy of Premiere Pro which is the best and easiest program to use to edit these videos. It doesn't take very much uh, knowledge or talent or anything. Uh, but that's what I recommend. Paying for it, of course. Pirating is wrong. All right. Let's see. What the fuck else we got going here? Everything look cool. Everything copacetic on this. I don't have one monitor, two monitors now. But my monitor, I used to have to read the chat, broke. So I've got a new one coming in tomorrow. But now we're splitting the monitors. So let's see. Make sure I can have everything set up up here. If I can start the fucking show. See what all the poor are saying. God damn it. Go up there. Boom. All right. Let's see if any super chats popped up. All right. Super chats. Cool. Polly Pockets became a new dust buddy. Hell yeah. Oh, became a PTL hero. What? PTL heroes. That's like the upper echelon of the dust buddies. That's for the uh, incredibly elite. So thank you, Polly Pockets. You're one of the good ones. 96 Twitter. Thank you, Twitter. $10 from Grio for the edibles. Appreciate it. Kathy H. 99 Cool. All right, hit the like button, fuckos. Do it, do it, do it. And let's go ahead and kick out the show. As always, going to start off with a little religious bullshit. Open your hymnals to page one. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. It's time for religious bullshit. Motherfuckers, it's time for religious bullshit. Hell yeah, it is. And tonight... On religious bullshit. Gonna start off with a little MAGA pastor Shane Vaughn. I love the way this guy talks. Gator! Gator going off. But anyway, folks, did you know you're not even allowed to criticize Donald Trump in any way possible? You know why? Because he was chosen by God. And if you dare criticize him, you're criticizing God himself, folks. It's definitely not a cult. This is about a God that appointed a man. And you see, I've got enough Italian in me to know what loyalty means. I bet he's had a lot of Italians Here's in him. Here's the way it works for me. I love loyalty. Loyalty is a forgotten quality. Donald Trump, you fought for my family. My family will fight for you. You went in that White House and you made our life better. You made our economy better. You made our churches better. You allowed us the freedom to choose a vaccine if we wanted one or not. You fought for our freedom, and I'm not about to start second-guessing your choices and what you do. If you make a mistake, it'll be on you, sir. But I will be loyal. I'm not a Tino. I'm not a Valentino. I am a Trump supporter. Why? Because God chose the man, and I've got sense enough to know it, recognize it. I know where the blessing is. Let me tell you something. When you find a blessed man, 
When you find a blessed ministry, you better plant your feet under that blessing and it will fall down on top. Right. You better plant your feet underneath Trump's big old greasy butthole and the blessings will just fall down upon you from his greasy butthole, y'all. Don't question. Do not criticize. Yo, we was chosen by God. Good God. Keep in mind, as I show you all this stuff, we're going to talk about Elon. He showed Elon talking about how uh, extreme the left has gotten. Holy shit. Talking about a guy who's not about anything. Makes no fucking sense. But folks, they ruin everything. Christianity, stop. Just stop. How can you get more cringe? They seem to find a way every fucking week to top themselves. Cringe warning. Do not hurt yourself watching this video. Good lord. Ah, this man was ice cold, placed in the tomb to save soul. This son for them hood girls, the whole world straight masterpieces. Teaching about sin, forgiving the lost in this city. Got nailed on across the town, but now he's back and he's living. I got caught. No, no, Christians, no. What the fuck is this? Oh my god. Hate. How could you make me hate religion more than I already do? Something about you find a way, goddammit. Christianity. Hilarious. And uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene wants you Christians to know that if you tried to help uh, immigrants, I guess she wants to call them illegal immigrants. It don't matter if they're illegal or illegal. Human beings can't really be illegal. Sorry. But anyway, if the church tries to help immigrants... They're of the devil. That's right. You guys should have listened to what Jesus taught you when he said, fuck those brown people. What it is, is that Satan's controlling the church. The, the church is not doing its job. And it's not adhering to the teachings of Christ. And it's not adhering to what the word of God says we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to live. And what they're doing by saying, oh, we have to love these people and take care of these migrants and love one another. This is loving one another. Yes, we are supposed to love one another, but, but their definition of what love one another means uh, means destroying our laws. That's right. Their definition of loving is, you know, taking these hardworking people in who are just trying to find a better life for themselves and their families and, uh, you know, helping them out, showing them the actual love of Christ. But no, that's actually the devil, according to uh, super Christ-like Marjorie Taylor Greene. It means uh, completely perverting what our Constitution says. What the Constitution? It means uh, taking unreal advantage of the American taxpayer. And it means... Wrong. Immigrants bring their own money with them. They actually increase tax revenue if you look it up, yo. Pushing a globalist policy oh, no. on the American people not and globalism. forcing America to become something that we are not supposed to be. That's right. If you help immigrants, then you're forcing globalization upon us somehow. Don't think about it. It's true. Fuck those brown people. <laughs> yep. Way to show the love of Christ. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Killing Christianity faster than I ever could dream of. Thank you for your service. And next up. Oh, it's just so sad, folks. I agree with uh, Duchess Prim. Women, why are women Christians? I don't get it. They literally teach you that you're a second-class citizen. Here's uh, 
I guess this was a Facebook post. In our ladies' Bible study, I asked all the women to bring a pair of their husband's shoes to class. Gross. When they got there, I asked them to put them on. Double gross. We spent the rest of the evening wearing shoes that were in most cases way too big for us. We were stumbling around and tripping over them. We were stumbling and tripping in uh, over them, and they definitely were not comfortable. It was really quite comical. We quickly realized that our husband's shoes are way too big for us. They are meant for our husband's feet, not ours. So why do we insist on wearing them? I, for one, don't want his job or his responsibilities. There is no way I could handle the physical or mental stress he deals with. I know, you're just a woman. How the fuck could you ever deal with what a man deals with? You're so weak and pathetic. God damn it. Why do you even exist, women? Shit. I mean, I guess we need you to make babies and sandwiches and stuff. But otherwise, you're awful. And wearing his big old dirty boots was really good reminder of what? You, you didn't finish your sentences. Anyway, their shoes aren't meant to fit us. The load <laughs> they have to carry is heavy. They are responsible for our family in ways that we will never truly understand. Why would you not understand? It's very easy to understand what the fuck they're doing. Like, lots of single mothers do it all the time. Hell, I was raised by a single mom. My dad was a nice guy, but he didn't do fucking shit. Just saying. So, let's stop trying to wear our husband's shoes. Instead, let's pray for them, encourage them, and let them be the man God has called them and created them to be. Yo, fuck that. Uh, you could do anything a man can do, for the most part. I mean, I guess uh, men are physically stronger, but we have forklifts and shit that can lift stuff for you. And I guess if you need a man to lift some heavy, just fucking hire one. You don't need us. You're fine, women. But uh, as Duchess Prem says, this makes me physically sick. Women, you're equal. Somebody in the church lie to you. But they've always done this, folks. They're always going to try to hold women back. Because, you know, these books were written by ancient misogynistic dickheads who wanted women to know you're basically property, right? You're first the property of your father, and then you become property of your husband. So uh, get in that kitchen, barefoot and pregnant women. That's what Jesus would want you to do. And uh, this woman, mad at Cat Kerr, because Cat uh, Kerr had been grifting her. But a fool and their money is soon part. Imagine giving everybody's favorite pink-haired geriatric prophetess grandmother money. Because she's going to teach you how to be a guardian? Anyway, Sarah Young says, When will you begin training those of us who have signed up for guardians? I have been paying memberships for many months, but never heard a word about it. I dearly want to serve you <laughs> and our Lord. Blessings. Yeah, I want to serve you so bad, Catker. Man, you're just so dead on with all your descriptions of heaven and how... There's jello mountains and shit and uh, football games going on where both teams play for Jesus and the scores are not counted at the end. Sounds so exciting and so realistic, Cat. Definitely want to serve you. So getting scammed by Cat Kerr. Love to see it. And then, folks, they're so lame. Holy fucking shit. How can you get any lamber than Christians? So apparently, there is a Christian television show called The Chosen, which I've never heard of, and I'm sure you've never heard of it, too, because it sucks and it's boring and shit. But anyway, they did a uh, GoFundMe, and they made $10 million fundraising to get this show made, and they did it. They got the show made in 2019, and they did a couple seasons, and uh, no one gives a fuck, right? No one cares about it, because it's 
Christian shit, and Christian shit's always bad, so they put out all these billboards. The Chosen, binge Jesus, and then The Chosen, come and see, and I guess the billboards weren't working, and it wasn't helping the ratings increase, so they are like, hey, we got a genius idea. Why don't we put out different billboards to make it look like evil atheists have graffitied our billboards? Why don't we pretend like we're oppressed in order to get attention? So that's what they did. They uh, graffiti their own billboards. Chosensucks.com. The Chosen is boring. Chosensucks.com. The Chosen sucks. And one of the stars of it took a picture of the billboard and uh, put out a tweet that said, when your ex cruises through town and sees your billboard, try to pretend like it's real. Chosensucks.com. Binge salad. It's just so bad. So obvious what you guys are doing. Chosensucks.com. Get used to me, the devil. You know how us atheists would do. We would like uh, write the devil on there and draw a mustache and hard eyes and shit. That's just so atheist right there. Guilty. I did it, folks. Uh, no, I didn't. They did it themselves. Always playing the oppression Olympics. Christianity. Always doing it to themselves so they can pretend like they're oppressed. It's hilarious and sad. And transparent. And next up, on the religious bullshit. Oh, shit, folks. Did you know that if you get raped, it's an opportunity from God? It's true, folks. Now, I know that uh, you might not have wanted to have a kid or be incubated for nine months, have to carry that baby around in your belly and whatnot. But, like, if a rapist decides that that's going to be your life, you kind of got to go with it. You just got to do it because that is what God wants for you. God wanted you to be raped. So uh, why are you denying the obvious opportunity that God's given you? This is lawmaker Representative Jean Schmidt. Let's hear what she has to say about it. Rape is a difficult issue. And it emotionally scars the individual. Uh-huh. All are in part for the rest of their life, uh-huh. just as child abuse does. Uh-huh. But if a baby is created, it is a human life. And whether that mother ends that pregnancy or not, the scars will not go away. Yeah, but you don't have to carry a rapist baby for nine months and go through the childbirth and shit and all that. That makes it worse. Especially, like, if you weren't planning on doing that, it pretty much throws a wrench in all of your fucking life plans because your rapist decided that. Maybe you don't want to allow the rapist to decide that for you. Just saying there. Period. It is a shame that it happens. Mm -hmm. But? But there's an opportunity for that woman, no matter how young or old she is. an opportunity. To make a determination about what she's going to do to help that life be a productive human being. Gotta have your rapist baby. She can choose to raise the child. Mm -hmm. She can choose to give that child to a loving family member or to give it to someone else. Or she could say, fuck this rapist and get the morning after pill or have an abortion and, you know, not deal with that bullshit. Cause you might not want to let that motherfucker's genes pass along to the next generation just because he decided to rape you. Just saying. And that child can grow up and be something magnificent, a wonderful family person. Or he could be a rapist or a mass murderer. We don't know. Kill it. Uh, cure cancer, etc. 
This is not about keeping abortion alive. This is about keeping the mother alive. Uh, Having babies is actually one of the most dangerous things women can do. What the fuck are you talking about, Schmidt? Just because you have emotional scars doesn't give you the right right to take the life. Right, just because another guy raped you and decided that you must be an incubator for nine months doesn't give you the right to decide what you want to do with your own body. That has been decided for you by the rapist and by God. So, get in line, raped women. What's wrong with y'all? And last up on religious bullshit, youth pastor who was betrothed to 14-year-old girl charged with sexual abuse. Oh, goody. Where are you at, Q? We know where you're at. When Robert Fenton was 26 and a youth pastor at Abide in the Vine Fellowship in Owego, New York, he told a couple that attended the church that he was drawn to their daughter and meant to be with her. So immediately they were like, ooh, gross. And they turned him in and uh, they kept him as far away from their daughter as they possibly could to make sure she wasn't abused by this pedophile. They didn't. They okayed it and allowed her to have access to her where he molested her repeatedly. Oh, yeah, of course. She was 14 at the time. The church didn't allow them to get married because of the age difference, but her family approved the courtship with the support of church leaders. There were boundaries present. There wasn't. And the two were supposed to be, weren't supposed to be alone or touch each other, but they did. So anyway, he uh, convinced the parents to let her uh, quit school and be homeschooled so he could have access to her at all times. And then he molested her repeatedly. And then they're about to get married. He was like, I can't marry you. And he ran off to another country and, uh, then she reported him to the police, and now they've hunted him down, and he's in prison now. So, where are you at? What is it, J.D. Vance? Wasn't he the one that said uh, we should have to polygraph teachers to make sure they're not molesting children? Maybe we should start with the, the priest or the uh, the cops. They seem to be the ones most likely to molest your kid, children. But, of course, it's not about any of that. It's about declaring uh, anybody who supports gay rights as pedophiles and making their lives in danger. So you can shut them the fuck up. That's what it's all about. All right, that's my religious bullshit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Zan, $10. What up, Zan? From a crazy cat lover to another cat lover. Thank you for always making a fantastic show. Stay still and hot. I'm getting fat as fuck, but I'll do my best. Jesse Ingram, of course America can't be globalist. Then we could... Couldn't be inherently better than every other country. That's true. America first and the greatest superpower in the history anymore. Yep. America exceptionalism. Aren't we so exceptional? Lauren Straight Sanctuary, Inc. Happy Friday, Dusty. Hey, happy Friday, Lauren. Uh, Rebecca Brewer, Dusty. Mike and I appreciate your work. Every show. Dude, a lot of effed up people in this world. I know there is, but I appreciate your support. At least it makes it a little easier to point the spotlight at them. Is it possible for MTG's eyes to be closer? She like a Neanderthal. Guarantee you, she got some caveman DNA in her bloodline. Tyler Floodgate. I know we all do. Shut the fuck up. Tyler Floodgate. $5. Say thank you, Tyler. MTG is a real-life South Park villain. Beyond parody by far. Love for the cats, but the dogs are cooler. Yeah, dogs are pretty cool. And they are also fat and happy. Thanks to you guys. Chess 119. God chose him to lead is literally the argument for Middle with Kings. Imagine if he had the audacity to know who can and cannot speak for God. Yeah, I know. Talking about arrogance. Believing that you know what the fuck God thinks. That's what uh, pretty much every atrocity that has ever been committed has been committed because of that bullshit. Perception of God. Two dots in. Thank you. 
Having autism, your show helps me a lot. That's <laughs> because I also had autism. It takes one to know one. Devious Devil, five dollars. Thank you, Devious Devil. All right, Kathy H R nine nine. Appreciate it. All right, more super chats, please. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it, do it, do it, do it, please. And now, gonna do a little thing called Beyond Parody, and it's all Beyond Parody all the time, always. But there's a few special ones that stand out. Fix. So you might have heard that uh. Joe Biden, and I guess the uh, Department of Homeland Security is starting like a section of it that tries to correct or point out the misinformation that is put out by foreign governments like Russia. I guess they're going to try to counter it and be like, hey, uh, well, their, their government is spending a lot of time and money putting out misinformation, so our government should like have a task force that you know finds this mis- misinformation and finds out where it's coming from and then uh, alerts our country about it, our citizens about it, so uh, they know what the fuck's up. Or, as conservatives refer to it, the Ministry of Truth! So scary! So the Ministry of Truth is uh, from the book 1984. I guess it was a government department that basically spread lies and propaganda. Like, one year they'd be at war with a certain people, and then the next year they would erase from the history books the fact they were ever at war with those people and they were always at war with some other people that would change facts and brainwash the populace. So, like, I don't know if starting a disinformation section of Homeland Security is a good idea or not. I don't know if that's the best way to do this. Um, But it does seem like if other governments are putting out propaganda to try to influence our elections, maybe our own government should do something to counter it. I know what the best solution is. But anyway, today, conservatives all over the place going fucking nuts, calling it the Ministry of Truth. Uh, clearly, none of them have actually read 1984 know anything about uh, Orwell, who was a socialist. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hardcore socialist, actually. But don't let facts get in the way of their narratives. But anyway, they're so fucking stupid. Beyond parody. Here's the Candace Owen who don't know the Ministry of Truth is from George Orwell's 1984 and instead, I guess, thinks it's from Harry Potter? She responds, a literal, actual Ministry of Truth. We are now deep in the throes of a Harry Potter novel. Oh, my God. How can this be real life? They're so fucking stupid. Good God damn, y'all. And then... Folks, did you know that not only Trump is being played by an actor... And a body double. But also, Joe Biden has several actors playing him, including the best actor to ever play Joe Biden, Jim Carrey. It's true. Look at these winners. These winners definitely know what they're talking about. Top of the fucking food chain. You think Biden is not alive right now? No, the guy that's doing the stand-up job of trying to wake people up is an actor wearing a mask. I mean, there's several different people playing Joe Biden at this point. And the, when, when he fell up the stairs going on the airplane, I myself think that that was Jim Carrey. I've heard that he was one of them. I, I heard it too, folks, from her. Wait, 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 wait. You think that Jim Carrey was wearing a mask mm-hmm. and was and the acting president? Silly, and being silly by falling up the stairs three different times. And James Woods also, I think, is one of the doppelganger mask-wearing... Uh. 
people. You think Biden is not a... We're so new, folks. But hey, I mean, it makes sense. Jim Carrey was in the mask. And so he's probably wearing a mask of Biden. And like, I don't know why James Wood wouldn't just come out and tell people. I mean, he's a big time conservative douchebag, Trump supporter, QAnon guy. It seems like he could like implode uh, the entire DMC by just coming out and saying, hey, look, it was me. But nah, nah, don't think about it, folks. Don't think about it. And next up on Beyond Parody. What is this one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Madison Cawthorn back in the news. Fuck yeah, folks. I love this story. I know you guys must have heard about this one already, but uh, let me actually go ahead and just click on this to read the article for you because the article. Well, first off, let me just show you the video. Okay, so apparently Madison Cawthorn has a a live-in male companion who lives with him that actually went on his honeymoon and that he has given tens of thousands of dollars to. Not making this up. And uh, apparently he also works for him. He's one of his aides. And uh, they shot this video of his live-in male companion grabbing his dick. Be filled with passion and desire. would like to see your naked body beneath my hands. Me too. I... <laughs> definitely not gay at all folks like madison if you're gay it's fine it's fine the the problem is not that you're gay the problem is that you're an anti-gay politician that's the problem and like here's a few uh notes on venmo he sent to the guy when he was sending him money for loving me daily and nightly Hmm. the quickie at the airport Uh uh-huh the stuff we did in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, you don't say, do you? Getting naked for me in Sweden. Cool. Cool, 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 I guess. Just right there out in the fucking open. So let me read you the guys this. Uh, <laughs> New video of scatter-ridden GOP representative Madison Cawthorn having his crotch felt by a close-smell friend and staff member is at the center of a complaint calling for the investigation into him and filed by the Office of Congressional Ethics today. So, yeah. Apparently, he'd been giving his boy toy here uh, tens of thousand dollars, and they're super fucking close, yo, but nothing to see here. Move along, folks. Oh, totally normal from the GOP. What do you expect? Good goddamn. It's always beyond parody when you're dealing with these motherfuckers. And then there's this one, folks. A real fucking cryon from Newsmax. None of these women married black men. Oh, no. I can't believe you black women did marry black men. What are you, racist? Pshh. Did you know you're supposed to marry black men and not white dudes? You're sellouts or something. You must be. According to Newsmax, three and four American back arm shipment to Ukraine. Hell yeah, we do. Load them up. And next up on Beyond Parody. Speaking of Beyond Parody, folks. Have you been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, libel case? Apparently he's suing her because she came out and said he was abusive. And like I talked about this before where they were kind of both a little bit in the wrong. And I do still think Johnny Depp, you know, he's a human. He made some mistakes. He behaved uh, poorly in some instances. But mostly he was right in the situation. And she's a complete fucking train wreck. A horrible goddamn piece of shit. Terrible, terrible human being. Gorgeous girl. Terrible, terrible, ugly on the inside. Anyway, did you guys see her lawyer object to his own question? 
It's fucking hilarious. He objected to his own question, and then he kind of, uh, he kind of stumbles. Looked like he's shocked at his own incompetence. Let's have a look. You didn't know what could cause damage to Mr. Depp's hand while you were there on March 8th, correct? Dr. Kipper told me he'd sustained an injury on uh, one of his well, fingers. Uh, rejection, hearsay. Wait, you, you asked the question. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, flustered. Oh my God, I can't object to my own question. Yeah, you can't object to your own question, dude. That's how the law works. Man, not going well for Amber. I think she's going to lose horribly, but what the fuck do I know? And uh, then, folks, <laughs> did you hear about this one? These fucking idiot American tourists tried to board a plane with an unexploded bomb. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. So uh, while they were in Israel, they found this unexploded ordinance and they're like, hey, let's just try to take this on an airplane. Why not? What's the worst that could happen if we took an unexploded ordinance on an airplane? And uh, there's video of it. Here's other uh, people finding out what's going on. Seems bad. That's not what you want. Apparently one guy was injured when he jumped up on the uh, conveyor belt and tried to run away and he fell and they take him to the hospital. And the crazy part is they let the family on the plane. They were just like, ah, shh. You screwed up. It's cool. Hey, we all get one. We all get one try to take a unexploded bomb on a plane. What you gotta do, you kooky American motherfuckers? You guys go on. And they got my plane. They went back home. So, uh, cool. I'm gonna guess they were white. I'm just gonna guess. Maybe they were Jewish, I guess. Maybe they were Jewish. But that's white. Jew and white is the same thing to me. So, uh, a little bit of privilege there, it seems like, in my opinion. Don't know. And then, BJ Penn. Former mixed martial artist BJ Penn apparently is running for governor in Hawaii. I wouldn't be surprised to see him win because uh, we live in a fucking trash world that continuously rewards fools and fucking idiots. But uh, here he is talking about how high the income tax rate in Hawaii is. But does he know how high it is? No, he's running for governor. Why the fuck would he know any of this stuff? Beyond parody. When you say anti-business, like how are they anti-business? What are as they far as uh, with the regulations, it takes so long. You know, you go to the planning department and they hold you up for another eight months. And it's just, you know, the taxes are so high. We got the highest, uh, the highest state income tax. What, and, what is the state income tax in Hawaii? Um, what is I don't think I don't got the exact number right uh, now. We'll but, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it's high. Elect me governor. Yeah, I think you might want to know this stuff before you get out there and run for governor, BJ. We, we talk about that. Yeah, we talk about that often. So what would you do different in terms of like, what are they doing? Like you're saying like planning and regulations. Like, what is that about? Is that about concerns for the environment because you're on an island? Like, what is that? I don't know why they're just so slow. <laughs> they're just so slow with that I stuff. I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, but I know it's bad. Oh, like me. This is the kind of fucking idiots Joe Rogan's having on to let his, uh, used to be 11 million. I think it's 13 million viewers now. He gained 2 million after he got canceled. Because that's what cancel culture is all about, folks. It's a bullshit concept that doesn't actually exist. It actually rewards everybody that gets canceled. And speaking of Joe Rogan, folks, I'm going to have to show you. I'm going to have to uh, click on in incognito mode because Blair White has uh, blocked me, even though I've never spoken to her. She's blocked me. 
because she's super brave. Let me, let me somebody. Here we go. Uh, this is our post. She says, imagine believing a five-year-old can pick their gender. Hmm. Imagine that, folks. Imagine a five-year-old knowing what gender they are. How stupid would you have to be to believe that a five-year-old can know what their gender is? When did you feel, if you can remember, when did you feel like something was off, that you um, were supposed to be a girl? Like five. At five? Yeah, I remember being in preschool. Like, my, my earliest memories in life were feeling like the only way I can describe it was like a very intense misalignment between the way I was perceived and the way I had my self-concept. Um, so I would say five, uh, but obviously I didn't have the words to articulate it at five. Yeah, it would have been nice if you'd known what the fuck was going on, but no, folks, you can't know at five, according to a woman who knew at five. Good God, what a fucking sellout. No integrity whatsoever, folks. Just nothing inside, just completely dead, money hungry. Pulling up the ladder behind her to make sure other trans people don't have the same opportunities that she had just hard to believe but also not hard to believe at all beyond parody and folks trans people have taken so much from us i know we can all agree on that the number one problem in this fucking country right now is trans people destroying everything and they've gone too far this time you trans people now they're taking the lesbians away. Don't you goddamn touch our lesbians. If I can't fucking beat off to lesbian porn, so I'm going to go fucking nuts. You trans people don't know what you're goddamn doing. About to call down the wrath of God. And it's got to be true because Daily Wire host tells us it is, folks. Let's listen. As it happens, you know, um, actually, as much as the left likes to claim that they're being erased, you're erasing me. Lesbians actually are, the category of lesbian is, in fact, in reality, being erased. And if you, if you follow the demographic trends, in another 30, 40 years, they just won't exist anymore. And you look at the younger generations, Gen Z and, and millennials, um, le- while LGBT identification has skyrocketed and trans identification has skyrocketed, Lesbian identification has fallen off of a cliff. And why is that? Well, it's because trans um, people, every girl, every woman who in the past, every one of them would have identified themselves as a lesbian. Now they're being told that, oh, no, no, you're actually a man. Mm-hmm. You're not a lesbian. You're actually a, not only a man, you're a straight man, it turns out. So and, this is, and if you lesbians to- are so stupid, they're like, oh, you're right. I just thought I was a woman that like other women, but now that you've told me I'm a man, I believe you! And then, like, transition. Fuck, lesbians are so stupid, but sexy at the same time. God, no, I don't want them to disappear, y'all. I don't want them to disappear. I like seeing y'all kiss and shit. It's fun. Talk about conversion therapy. This is the really the only kind of conversion therapy that goes on. Definitely. You know, on top of the most insidious form, which is, in general, the way that, that kids are recruited into the... Um, LGBT fold, but here's conversion therapy. Essentially what the left is doing is they're taking lesbian women and they are converting them into straight men, Mm -hmm. or trying to anyway. Gone too far, trans people, gone too far. Hands off my lesbians. Sexy, sexy lesbians. And next up on Beyond Parody, folks, Paris Morgan finally got Donald Trump in the hot seat. You might remember for the last couple months, the big conservative gotcha 
has been going around asking the left, what is the definition of a woman? It's so simple, y'all. You should better just answer lickety-split like that off the top of your head. And if you can't, that's because the left has gone fucking nuts and they're trying to erase what a woman is. Luckily, we have super genius Donald Trump to settle this once and for all what the definition of a woman is. One of the big questions being put to lots of politicians right now is what is a woman? I'm not, I'm not going to respond to the question, but a woman. <laughs> First off, I'm not going to respond to the question, he says, right before he responds to the question. Good God. What is a woman? I'm not, I'm not going to respond to the question, but a woman is a woman is somebody that swims at a certain time and doesn't get beaten by 38 seconds by somebody that wasn't even a good swimmer as a male. That's right, Webster's. You better change your definition. Clearly, the correct definition is a, a woman is somebody who swims at a certain time and doesn't swim faster. It, that's just gospel, yo. So get to stepping, Webster's. Change that shit stat. We finally got a correct answer. Thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you for setting us all straight on what a woman is. I hope you guys have learned something out there. Woo! And, uh... Oh, yeah, I already saw this one. Fuck y'all. Saw this one already. And folks... Oh, okay. One more, folks. Did you guys hear this one? <laughs> so this is the New York Post. It's a rag, but this story is true. So uh, I should have found another article from somewhere else i shouldn't be showing you guys the new york post but anyway apparently the russians busted in and they found these ukrainian assassins that are about to murder motherfuckers and uh, here they are arresting them and shit and so then they put out pictures of the stuff they confiscated from them and it's just as we expected folks they have a Nazi t-shirt just laying around and pictures of hitler and books and nationalist propaganda and shit and wigs and also three copies of the sims 3 because of fucking course every goddamn assassin squad has three copies of the sims 3 so apparently what people believe happened here is they fake this whole thing and i guess some general or something sent uh, a list on how to fake this shit down to some underling and either the person fucked it up on purpose or was too stupid and they sent them the list, and one of the list was three SIM cards. You like go inside of a telephone, but instead they bought three copies of The Sims Three, and also in the book, the nationalist propaganda book they found, it had the signature as signature ineligible was the actual signature in the book. So clearly, the upper person in the Kremlin or the KGB that wanted the person under them to fake this told them write some kind of description in the book but make the signature ineligible and so they just wrote literally out signature ineligible instead so fucked it up from Jump Street but hilarious if true folks wouldn't be surprised god damn it they're so adept at everything if they didn't have nukes nobody would be afraid of Russia they're just the goose of the goddamn world Hopefully they get their comeuppance, but it's a trash world. They probably won't. And all right, cool. That's my Beyond Parody section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it, do it, do it. Now, uh, Tristan the McCoy says, I was in Paris a few weeks back, walking home from the Eiffel Tower and listening to your podcast. This is problematic. I'm addicted. I know, right? Best fucking show in the goddamn world. How can you not love it? 
I got a fever blister, y'all. I got some. I don't know if you can see it. I got herpes all over my goddamn face. My disgusting herpes lip. I just had to check to see if it was bleeding because I scratched it. Now it fucking hurts. God damn you, herpes. I've had that fucking herpes all my fucking life. I'm disgusting. Don't kiss me, yo. Gonna get the face herpes. Dusty's nasty. All right, and uh, my six-year-old son does your Jimmy Dore impression. It's the establishment, you shit lips. All the time. Can you do it for him, please? Just did it. Just for you, son of Joseph and Joseph. Good to see you tonight. Are people really this dumb? Unfortunately, they're even dumber than that. Just think, uh, as dumb as half the MAGA people are, or as dumb as the MAGA people are, half of them are even dumber than the average. So that's a little George Carlin. MTG looks like Hoggle from the Labyrinth. Hell yeah, I know what you're talking about. Labyrinth! Pretty good little uh, puppet show. Zod from a great skeleton. I read that. Let's see. Anything else? All right, nothing. Hit the like button. More super chats. All of the things. Do all the things. And now I brought it back, folks. Had a lot of Elon Musk shit to cover this week, so I'm going to do the song again. It's set to the tune of Levon by Elton John. If you ever heard that song, then you'll recognize this immediately. And if you never heard that song, go listen. Goes a little something like this. Where the fuck is it? And it shall be Elon. And it shall be a rich man. And it shall be Elon. Buying up everything he can. And it shall be Elon. And it shall be a rich man. He shall be Elon. Nailed it. Even better than the last time, if that's even possible. How do I get better? Every fucking week. And first off, so Elon, apparently, not a done deal yet. Apparently, it's not a done deal yet. If he backs out, it's going to cost him like a billion dollars. But it appears that it's a done deal. We'll see. But as soon as Elon came out and uh, bought Twitter, Tesla stock plunged $114 billion goddamn dollars. Holy shit, yo. So he only paid $45 billion for Twitter. And the stock has already dropped almost three times what he paid for Twitter. So not looking good. Uh, now, who knows, folks? Maybe the stock will pop back up. This happened a couple of days ago. And since then, the stock has not risen very much. They got a couple points back, but it's still down like $100 billion. Uh, probably a lot of reasons why. I think a lot of people that own Tesla stock think that Elon Musk might be split in his attention between Twitter and and uh, Tesla. But I think a lot of this probably is because Elon is going out of his way now to show everyone what a right-wing chud he is. And like I'm going to show you in a minute, he is like literally champing at the bit to shit on the left every chance he gets. Unfortunately for him, the right doesn't really believe in climate change and they believe that electric cars are for a pussyfied soy boys and shit. And so the main clientele for his electric vehicles are the left. So it would seem like a bad idea to continue to go out there and shit on your clientele. Uh, but Elon, you know, he's just crazy enough to pull it off. We'll see what the fuck happens. Hopefully he'll go bankrupt. We'll see. It's going to be funny to watch. But anyway, folks, you know who Jack is? Jack is the jackass who was the former CEO of Twitter, and he got ousted. So now he's an Elon Musk uh, uh, acolyte, and he's out there saying, in principle, I don't believe anyone should own or run Twitter. It wants to be a public good and at a protocol level, not a company. Solving for the problem of being a company, however, Elon is the singular solution I trust. 
I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. Oh, go fuck yourself, goddammit. These people sit in a room and smell their own fucking farts. It's just so embarrassing. So let's take a look at the man he trusts to extend the light of consciousness. Here's Elon. March 19, 2020. China hits a coronavirus milestone. No new local infections. And he says no new domestic coronavirus infections in China. To which someone says, do you believe it? To which Elon says, yes. Based on current trends, probably close to zero new cases in the U.S. too. By the end of April, this is March 19, 2020, folks. Since then, almost a million people have died. What is it, like 8 million worldwide? So he was only off by 8 million deaths. So super cool, definitely. This is the guy to trust to extend the light of consciousness. Fucking tools. And then, like I said, folks, he's just going out of his way to prove what I've been saying for years, that he's a fucking right-wing chud. Sorry to believe people argue with me. Like, for years, people argue with me. Dusty, why are you shitting on Elon? Why are you saying Elon is on the right? You say everybody's on the right, Dusty. Why do you always accuse people of being on the right when they're clearly on the left? Elon is clearly a liberal, Dusty. Like, I'm not fucking psychic, folks. The reason I'm able to continuously, accurately predict all this shit is because I've been on the internet ever since the internet came out, like, as my full-time job. Like, I am, I've been terminally online for a lot longer than most people have been able to be terminally online. And when you're lying this long, you just start seeing these patterns and it becomes obvious what's what. So anyway, Elon today, the far left hates everyone, themselves included. Isn't that right, folks? I mean, the far right, sure. They're all about Nazism, pretty much. Fascist Nazis on the far left. But hey, at least they don't hate other Nazis. Unlike you lefties. You fucking hate everybody. Just goddamn imagine having this fucking take. And, uh, oh, yeah, he also said, hedged his bets afterwards. After he got caught, and he's like, oh, but I'm no fan of the far right either. Let's have less hate and more love. Yeah, you called out the the left. Imagine calling out the left first for being hateful. And as an afterthought, uh, the far right, alt-right Nazi bullshit. The tiki torches. Jews will not replace us. Charlottesville. Imagine being this guy. But let's have less hate and more love, says this guy. I keep forgetting you're still alive, he says to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, so loving, isn't he? They're just such hypocrites in every goddamn way. One of the worst fucking bullies that spreads not just hate, but like uh, dogpiling and bullying. That's what Elon Musk does. Gotta pretend like he's somehow above it. Oh, we should be more loving, you fucking tool bag. So goddamn transparent. And then he put out this one, folks, doing the Bill Maher thing. So first off, uh, we're going to make fun of this. This is obviously not true in any way. This is all fucking stupid. But let's say that this meme he put out is true. According to this meme, he has not moved at all in his political stances or evolved in any way since 2008. So imagine 14 years passing and you're still in the exact same fucking spot you were. You have not upgraded your opinions. You have not learned from new evidence. You have not been moved in any fucking way. You're standing still. That doesn't make you look good, Elon. That makes you look even fucking dumber. But obviously this is not true. So this whole meme is the right hasn't moved more right at all. 
The right hasn't gotten any more crazy since 2008. The right is exactly where they've always been in the last 14 years, and it's the left that has run all the way over here, right? And I'm in the same place, so I'm not right-wing because I've changed. It's the left that's gone nuts. First off, imagine saying this at a time where the right literally tried to overthrow our democracy and sell a dictator. Folks, they literally beat a cop with an American flag as they stormed the Capitol and tried to overthrow our democracy. And he's still claiming the right hasn't gone more far right. We have a cult that worships Donald Trump now. One of the craziest things I've ever politically seen in my entire fucking lifetime. Just completely ignore it because I guess people on the left want trans rights now. And oh my God, that's the craziest shit ever. You're a bigot, says woke progressive in quotes for some reason. So, yeah. And then he says, I strongly supported Obama for president, but today's Democratic Party has been hijacked by extremists. Dude, they beat a cop with an American flag. Like, what the fuck? There's literally the QAnon cult sprung up. They believe John F. Kennedy Jr. and Princess Diana are still alive. What the fuck are you even talking about? What has the Democratic Party done that's even close? Even in the same fucking universe? Nothing, of course. The real truth is that Elon Musk is incredibly fucking rich and he doesn't want to have to do any self-reflection upon, uh, you know, what that means, right? And he knows that uh, the right will kiss his ass if he's a troll, if he acts like a piece of shit. And he also knows the right will do everything they can to make sure he doesn't pay an extra dollar in fucking taxes. So he's going to push right-wing narratives all goddamn day because not only does it allow him to keep an extra dollar or two, but it also feeds his fucking ego, and that's all he's about. It's so goddamn transparent, but as Kevin M. Cruz says, in 2009, Biden was Obama's VP. House Dem leaders were Pelosi, Hoyer, Clyburn. Senate Dem leaders were Reid and Durbin. In 2022, Biden is president. House Dem leaders are Pelosi, Hoyer, Clyburn. Senate Dem leaders are Schumer and Durbin. So, like, nothing has fucking changed since Obama was president. What in the fuck are you talking about? He's not talking about anything, obviously. He's not going to say what the extremism is. He's not going to point any of this out. It's all vagary. Because if he actually gets into details, he knows he's going to be ripped apart. But he knows he doesn't have to actually give details because conservatives will follow him and kiss his ass anyway because he's just throwing out the vague talking points that gets them all juicy. And, uh, yep. 2008, Democrats, Joe Biden. 2021, Joe Biden. Republicans, 2008. John McCain, 2021. Gallows. Hang Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah, it's the fucking Democrats that went crazy and extremists, isn't it, Elon Musk? Just so fucking unbelievably nakedly transparent. But it's working for him, folks. He's getting 200,000 likes per tweet now. He's the new Trump. And uh, this is funny, too. So I guess this is the guy that made this picture. And he's continuously retweeting, Hey, Elon didn't fucking tag me. He stole my goddamn cartoon and he didn't mention me at all. So please, please buy a mug with this fucking picture on it so I can make money. Tweeted this three times, folks. So, not hard to believe whatsoever that an Elon Musk fan, a conservative, would do anything they can to make a buck, including try to shell this fucking ridiculous picture on a mug all day. 
typical capitalism conservative bullshit. And then Ben Shapiro wants you guys to know, you know what Elon Musk should do? He should fire every goddamn body at Twitter, every one of them. Yo, you know what? When the left or Democrats try to get somebody fired, cancel culture, it's the worst goddamn thing on earth. But when the right does it, it's totally cool, yo. It's not cancel culture at all. And then finally, and this is the most important thing, Musk needs to come in and he needs to fire everyone. I mean everyone. Twitter has hundreds, if not thousands, of employees. There have been studies done of the donations, the political donations of the people working at Twitter. 987 of all donations from the people working at Twitter went to Democrats in the last election cycle. So far, 98.7%. So it doesn't matter what rules Elon Musk sets top down if the so-called Twitter deep state is still implementing its favored policies. Because this is the thing. Donald Trump found this out when he was president. You can name the policy top down, but if everybody at the State Department hates your guts, they're just going to undermine your policy. You can name the policy top down, but if everybody at the FBI decides to spend the next four years ginning up nonsense about Russian conspiracy theories... You can't get much done. When Musk takes over the company, he should do what every boss at every company does, and he should review the employee list and figure out who is good and who is bad. Not purely on the basis... You just said fire everyone, though. That is not reviewing and finding out who's good and who's bad. That's literally firing everybody, Vince Bureau. So, hey, like, if the uh, Democrats try to get one person fired, it's evil. It's cancel culture. But if I try to get everybody fired, hey, that's just business, Joe. That's just the way it should work. Elon should do it immediately. ...of politics, but on the basis of performance. And the good news is many of these employees are already sounding off on Elon Musk and um, and they've given him good excuse to fire them. So so much for free speech, I guess. Hey, I believe totally in free speech, but not if you're shitting on Elon Musk. Do as I say, not as I do. And uh, then Elon seems to be going out there talking to every right wing chug chat on Twitter. Elon's basically like Joe Rogan. If you look at their list of who they're following, it's almost all right-wing chuds. Their timeline is just filled with conservatives. That's where they get all the information. So they don't really have any idea what the fuck's going on in the world. They just know whatever right-wing narratives fill up their feed. And so Ben Shapiro says, Twitter should be politically neutral. Well, that's not what you're saying earlier. You were saying they should fire everybody at Twitter because they're liberal. That's what you were just saying, which... Kind of belays your point here. But anyway, Twitter should be politically neutral. WAPO and every left-wing blue check mark. You guys are giving away your game. To which Elon Musk says, Attacks are coming thick and fast, primarily from the left, which is no surprise. However, I should be clear that the right will probably be a little unhappy too. My goal is to maximize area under the curve of total human happiness, which means the 80% of people in the middle. So, yep. Out there just having direct conversations with right-wing chuds. Good luck, Tesla stock. And then he talking to Dave Rubin, too, of course. Dave Rubin's like, hey, Elon Musk, as long as you're digging, check into how New York Times, Forbes, etc. bought their Twitter followers to fake influence. New York Times has 53 million followers and rarely gets 50 retweets. I could post a banana emoji and get a pic of an 80 sitcom star and get more. See next tweet. To which Elon says, yeah, I noticed that too. Pretty weird. So, yep. Direct conversations with all the most popular right-wing chuds. That's who Musk is following. That's what Twitter is going to all be about. And I kind of feel sorry for Steven Crowder. He's trying so hard to get Senpai's attention. 
Someone asked Sean King why he hates African Americans so much. Maybe Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Please notice me, senpai. Please, Elon. Just desperate. Fuck, Steven Crowder. Got to get a restraining order against your ass. And, uh, oh, then, folks, more of this guy from the Daily Wire. <laughs> so, uh, he wants there to be reparations for people who got banned on Twitter. Yeah, cool. Sure, right. And, uh, let me play this and then I'll bitch. I can tell you, um, if, if I'm Elon Musk, here's my agenda coming in the door. First of all, I'm going to investigate all of the censorship and the dishonest practices in the past and reveal all of it. Um, because it's, it's, it's good to, to come in and clean up shop, but we also need to know what happened before. And that's, the, that's one of the best things about Elon Musk taking over is that he's going to have access to all that information. Now we're going to know for sure. The things that we already know happened, now we're going to have the, the proof of it. We're going to see it all in, uh, in, in writing, probably. Because it was all so well hidden. And, uh, you know, there need, to be, there need to be reparations, even. There should be reparation programs for conservatives on Twitter to make up for what we experience. Then I'm going to, um, if, I'm, if I'm Elon Musk, I would just fire almost everybody mm, wow. and hire all new people. Can't because you're going to need to do that. Cat's culture. Great idea. Like, hire all the programmers. Everybody knows how to run Twitter. And just bring in people that know what the fuck's going on. I'm sure they'll figure it out. What could go wrong, Elon? It's not like you paid a lot of money for Twitter or anything. And, um, you know, it's quite, quite revealing, actually, that the reports are now that, that Twitter, after they, after they announced the sale of Twitter, they've shut down um, a lot of the functionality behind the scenes so that changes can't be made because they're worried about their own employees sabotaging the platform. So that tells you that tells you what they know about their employees. So if you're Elon Musk coming in, then you got to just basically fire everybody. Fire everybody. That's right, folks. And uh, I just want to point out, I had the account that I built for 10 years uh, deleted. Belly up from Twitter. So I guess I don't get any reparations. I guess because I'm a left-wing guy, the fact that I also got permanently banned from Twitter doesn't count. But hey, long as there's some uh, oppression points going around, I won't mind, motherfuckers. Gimme. And then Elon posted a Tim Pool meme, because of course he did. Elon just doing everything he can this week to let his Tesla customers know he's a right-wing shithead. He's not on your side. And uh, so this one, uh, the, the whole point of this meme is that as uh, Natalie Wynn, ContraPoint says, the Rogan clip he's referencing is about whether Twitter having a rule against misgendering trans people is left-wing ideological bias. So not only is he posting a Tim Pool meme, but he's specifically saying what his intention is. It's going to be open season on misgendering, dead naming, harassing transgender people. It's like a big motivation behind why he spent $45 billion. Imagine hating trans people this much, folks. But he does. That's where we're headed. And uh, then, of course, Count Docula, Count Chocula, getting in. Well, of course, he's getting uh, Tim Pool. Yo, Elon, come on my show. Bring Starlink. And then Count Chocula, who you might, uh, might remember, blocked me on Twitter right in the middle of losing a very public debate with me on white supremacy. Brave, 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 Count Chocula. Yeah. 
cowardly son of a bitch, Count Chocolate. You got old motherfucker. Got on and you deleted me. Black Dusty, didn't you? Hilarious. Love it. Run, motherfuckers. Run. And then, embarrassing, but that's what they do. Uh, apparently, AOC put this tweet out. And I don't know if she was talking about Elon Musk or she was talking about uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I think she might have talked about Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not really sure. But anyway, she says, tired of having the collectively stress about what explosion of hate crimes is happening because some billionaire with an ego problem unilaterally controls a massive communications platform. Excuse it because Tucker Carlson or Peter Thiel took him to dinner and made him feel special. Yep, me too. But we literally have 14-year-olds or at least people who have the mentality of 14-year-olds running the world right now. So Elon Musk responds, stop hitting on me. I'm really shy. Just cringe. And uh, Prayag is like, you are not just the richest man in the world. You were also the coolest billionaire in the world. You're so awesome. This was such an amazing comeback. Look how much he owned her with the stupid childish bullshit. And then Tim Pool. No, no. Lauren Southern, even worse. Sunday AOC. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it's embarrassing. I know that much. And then, Tim Pool getting in on it. Oh, snap! Elon just beat the fuck out of AOC. Damn, what? Yeah. <laughs> just hard to believe, folks. It's not hard to believe at all, though. But this, uh, the most popular conservative influencer on the world, millionaire Tim Pool and billionaire Elon Musk. And this is the best they can come up with this. This childish preschool shit. Holy God. We are fucking doomed. Doomed is doomed, I must say. And yeah, even Ben Shapiro laughing my fucking ass off. He is the best. Yep. Super amazing. Hilarious. Elon Musk. Comedic genius. And speaking of comedic genius, folks, now that conservatives have a second joke, man, they're going fucking nuts with it. I just, uh, I took a very brief search for conservatives gleefully cheering for the fact that Sean King, who is, uh, I don't know, not even somebody I like. I, don't, I think Sean King is pretty much a dick. He uh, seems like he puts himself in the middle of every black cause in order to make himself money. I don't like him at all. But anyway, the one joke they had about this guy they're telling over and over again. Are you mad that he's actually African-American? Sean King is just upset that Elon Musk is more African-American. Elon Musk is more of an African-American than Sean King. Sean King leaving Twitter because it is owned by a real African-American. Sean King is an actual African-American or is attacking an actual African-American. Elon Musk is more African-American than Sean King. Fake African-American Sean King deletes Twitter account because company was bought by a real African-American just over and over and over again. These are the people that call us NPCs. And if you don't know what the NPC meme insult it's basically uh, trying to accuse us of all saying the exact same thing, of all spreading the exact same talking points because we're not actual human beings. We're just like characters in a game that just repeat what we've heard and been programmed to say over and over again. Literally what you guys do. So the second joke. Enjoy it, guys. Even Lauren Chin getting on it. Sean King is just jealous that Elon Musk is actually African-America. <laughs> Hilarious. And one more, folks. Oh, yeah. So uh, shortly after it was announced that Elon Musk was taking over Twitter, you might have noticed that Ivermectin was trending on Twitter and literally every single mention of it was anti-vaxxers testing the waters to see if you were allowed now to claim that Ivermectin was an effective treatment 
for COVID-19 and that the vaccine didn't work. And so it was trending why thousands of thousands of people were literally testing whether or not it's okay to get people killed or not. Again, because we know this has happened. If you watch my Meet the Victims videos, you know that lots of people have died because they were convinced to take ivermectin instead of the vaccine. And then on their deathbed, they were like, I've made such a horrible mistake. Please, please don't do what I did. But yeah, apparently, like, Elon hasn't taken over yet. Elon doesn't take over Twitter for another couple months or something. But it seemed like it was okay now because I didn't notice a lot of them getting banned. It was just thousands of people spreading misinformation online. Going to get lots of people killed. So cool. That's the future of Twitter. Not looking that bright, folks. But it's going to be hilarious, at least to those of us who are vaccinated. And that is my Elon section. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's see what the Super Chat has to say. Hit the like button, please. Do it now. Urban Musk, Elon is a super self-serving. Don't let him fool you. He's purposely driving down price of shares in both places because he's going to buy it back for cheap. Maybe, but it, like he had to borrow shit tons of money to buy uh, Twitter. He is not very liquid as far as uh, money goes. So is he going to borrow more money to buy shares? I don't know. Dreams can't come true. I love fat girls. Big bottom girls. You rock my world so much. I want to be one. I've now become one. Love and kisses to my plus size sister. God damn it, fat Linda. Stop killing lesbians. Don't take my joy from me. Good to see you, fat Linda. And astronaut. Live this show, Dusty. I guess you mean love. But either way, it works. Keep fighting the good fight. Trans rights, feminism, and apparently basic human decency. You're evil. You evil sack of shit astronaut. Destroying the world. You're on one tonight, Dusty. Keep up the good work. Hell yeah, I'll do what I do. Thank you for supporting the show, Joe. Elon is no Werner von Braun. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I'm dumb, but thank you for your dollars. Still wait on those solar tiles. Solar tiles? Oh, from Elon? Yeah. Keep waiting. We're still waiting for him to uh, fix the water supply in Flint, Michigan. He said, I'm going to fix the whole thing. And then he sent a couple high schools some filters and said, I did it. I fixed it. Loving the Trainwreck Chronicles of America as always. That's the greatest show ever, 100%. You ain't never lied, Eo Mansco. Good see you tonight. Rule or ruin? The Republican agenda, mostly ruin. But if they have to ruin the rule, they'll definitely do it. Imagine being so cooked that you think Elon will save you. Yep, billionaires. There's one thing I know about this country. It's billionaires always have our best interest at heart, don't they? Just what I need, a dose of Dusty? Hell yeah, you get a good dose of Dusty tonight. I was in Paris a few weeks back, walking home from the Eiffel Tower at 3 a.m. listening to your podcast. This is problematic. I'm addicted. I already read that, but cool. That sounds like a fun night. What better to do in Paris than listen to my dumb ass? And all right. Don't say that Elon's dad owned an emerald mine in apartheid South Africa. He just used child slavery in the mines. That's different. Apparently, he denies that he uh, his dad owned an emerald mine, even though apparently there's a reporter that did an interview with Elon's dad who said that Elon's dad admitted to it. So I don't know what the truth is, but it's pretty obvious that Elon's dad was a millionaire. So either way, he didn't start from humble roots. All right, cool. More super chats, more likes, all of the things. Do the things. Do it. Do it. Do it. And now, folks, guess what I brought back? The Q section. Hell yeah. And I know you guys love the Q song. Do I even have this thing? I don't even have it up. I don't even have it up. Fuck my life. Dusty doing a bad job. Hang on. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find this motherfucker. 
we're gonna do this right folks we're gonna do it right we're gonna do it right gonna move this over so you can't see my grandma porn okay here we go there we go I found it. all right click on it motherfucker all right here we go you guys know the cue song it's amazing if you know the words sing along with me goes with something like this a b c d e f g h i j k l o m n o p q boom nailed it and folks you know who the q is it's Ron Watkins. We know that because they did a documentary and they sussed the whole thing out. And it's 100% Ron Watkins. He was the dipshit behind the QAnon account, which is uh, sort of amazing that he got this cult to follow him and believe his bullshit, considering the fact that he is a complete fucking moron. But it's like I said at the beginning of the show with the whole Brittany Murphy thing. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be charismatic. You don't have to be a decent person. You don't have to be anything. To get a bunch of dipshits to follow you, like a cult leader, uh, they're the dumbest people on earth. They'll follow anybody for any fucking reason. So, um, first off, apparently Q is now obsessing over Elon Musk's tweets. Yeah, they're going, they're deep diving through them and trying to figure out uh, what secret messages are hidden in his tweets. And apparently, he had two tweets where he talked about Donald Trump's true social. And he posted them 17 minutes apart. And the 17th letter of the alphabet is Q. Proof! Proof! Elon Musk! Maybe he's Q now. He's the new Q, y'all. So let's freak out about it, Elon. And uh, then the guy who actually was Q, Ron Watkins, is running for Congress, apparently. And... uh, Man, I gotta say, this guy, super charismatic. I can tell why the Q cult followed him to the ends of the earth and believed that he was some kind of super patriot that knew shit no one could possibly know. So uh, anyway, he uh, did a debate, and uh, it didn't go very well, folks. Hard to believe this is real life. But here's Q talking for himself. Military aid to Ukraine. What do you think, Ron? I support military uh, aid to Ukraine, but I want to say that we would not even be in Ukraine if President Biden did not shut down the Keystone Pipeline on the first day. Okay, the Keystone Pipeline uh, wasn't moving oil for the United States. The oil that was flowing through Keystone Pipeline couldn't even be uh, refined in the United States. It was made specifically for overseas, so it had absolutely nothing to do with uh, uh, the gas prices or the oil consumption in America whatsoever, but go ahead. Because now that that's shut down, we have to get our oil and we're getting it from Russia and we're getting all these problems through the Ukraine and that would not have happened if uh, Biden did not. So shut you down see the Ukraine, the, 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 the pipeline helped prompt Russia to invade Ukraine. Yes, sir, because we've got all of this oil coming through from Russia to the United States and they want the better route to bring the oil through. Can I, can I clarify that? This is what I'm talking about. That's not why they went into Ukraine. They went into Ukraine because Ukraine didn't want to be part of NATO. Listen, you're trying to, be, you're trying to work on a national stage and you don't even know why the war started in Ukraine. It had nothing to do with the Keystone Pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline caused the, the inflation and the increase in our gas prices. The reason why they went into Ukraine is because Russia wanted 
Ukraine as they had them pre-World War II, and Ukraine wanted to be part of NATO. Respond, please. He's right. I made a mistake. All right. Uh, Walt, what do you think? <laughs> oh, my God. How can this be real life? This guy literally has a cult that followed him and hung on his every word. This is what we are as a people. And don't worry, folks. There's more. There's more of this guy. So uh, let's listen to his opening statements. Man, talking about Captain Charisma. And I will make sure that your rights are. Thank you. Fuck. I, I want to hear the whole thing. Where's the fucking whole thing? Okay. I don't. Is this the whole thing? Here we go. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, and thank you, PBS. Thank you, Ted, and thank you, ASU, for this great opportunity. My name is Ron Watkins, and I am not a politician. I am an entrepreneur, and I am a computer scientist. I have been fighting for your free speech rights in the private sectors over the past many years. We must not send a career politician to DC. We have to send a fighter, and I am your fighter. I am fighting for you. We have major issues going on in our country, and that includes our broken border wall. That includes uh, many people not understanding that abortion is actually murder. That includes the many uh, people in power who are trying to infringe on your rights. If you send me to DC, you will know that I will be fighting against this evil, and I will make sure that we drive them back, and I will make sure that your rights are, are kept. Thank you. Thank you very much. And <laughs> God, how is this real? Oh, my God. Listen to some more, folks. Uh, all right. Let's see what the biggest issue. Now, let's skip that one. Let's see. Uh, no, let's skip that one, too. Um, oh, yeah, folks. So you might know that the Q account was one of the main places in the world that inspired the January 6th insurrection. It was his post that they used for inspiration to storm the Capitol building and try to overthrow our election. So, of course, he throws all of them under the bus and says they should be put in jail. Just beyond belief with you. How would you have reacted as a congressman on January 6th? On January 6th, as a congressman, I would have texted President Trump and told him, please call this off because it got out of hand pretty quickly. Do you think he had the power to do that? He did call it off, but it, he took a while to do so. If he had the power to call it off, do you think he had the power to call it on? I don't know. Uh, so he had invited all these people out there, and surely uh, there must have been some kind of intel going on. But I, I, don't, I don't know. It was meant to be a peaceful uh, protest. And there were some people that got in there and did some bad things. and. Those people should be prosecuted, the ones that did the bad things. But for the majority of the people that were there. That's right. <laughs> Those few who believed him as Q, you got to go to jail, fuckos. And then they ask him if he was Q. And he is Q. Anybody who's seen the Q documentaries knows he was fucking Q. But here he is denying the fact that he's Q. Super trustworthy. I don't know about you guys, but I believe him. People say that a lot of this was stoked by QAnon. What is your relationship with QAnon? I have no relationship with QAnon. None at all? None at all. Um, the reports are that your bulletin board sites hosted postings that launched, launched a QAnon conspiracy. So I ran a free speech website, and I was the administrator. And there were many thousands, thousands of people that posted on those sites. 
Uh, Q was just one of those, and I do not know who it was, and I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. Just like how <laughs> perhaps uh, Trump used to post on Jack, Jack's Twitter, that does not mean that Jack was Trump. I was not Q, and I am not. Do you feel some responsibility for misinformation that may have led to January 6th? I do not feel responsibility for misinformation. I do not feel any responsibility for the fact that I was Q, and I specifically spread nothing but misinformation to these fucking idiots. So the sad thing is, like, if you look at the YouTube videos from this debate, it's flooded with Ron Watkins fans that talk about how well he did. This is how delusional these people are, no matter how poorly he does, no matter how uncharismatic he is and ridiculous. He was amazing. We definitely got to put this guy in the highest political body in the land. But uh, some of the QAnon people did turn against him, which is kind of funny because, uh, like I just showed you, he threw them all to the bus. Let's read a few of these QAnon people. Tune into the debate, everyone who trusted me for two years so I could betray you on live TV. Yep, just like Donald Trump did. I think Ron has been duping us this whole time. He was made a fool on that stage. I would hate to see what would have happened on a national stage. I think it's time to go back to your websites, Ron. I shut off the debate when Ron said he supported blah, blah, blah. I turned off too. After that, just wow. I am starting to believe that Ron never knew the truth. Oh, you don't say. If he thought it was true, he would have no problem saying it on live TV. But he's a politician. He's doing what politicians do. He's throwing you guys under the bus and he's playing stupid. I truly agree with you. I was hoping to give him the benefit of the doubt. Thanks for making me feel like I'm not crazy over here. You're still crazy. Why did you blame Trump for January 6th? Because it was his fault. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Disappointed. Been following you for some time, but you flaked out today. Wish you had been bold about the false flag insurrection. That's what would have set you apart from them. Very disappointed. Russia invaded Ukraine to rid the Nazis, known as Azov Battalion, wasn't even mentioned. Antifa infiltrated January 6th, and the Capitol Police were following the deep state orders by encouraging them to enter the Capitol. Very sad, didn't mention it. I like Ron, but, and still do. Black Mind is a big talker, and Ron seemed nervous or doesn't know the truth. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to get elected, and will do whatever it takes, like every other fucking politician. He's a shameless con man, you fucking morons. And last up on cue, this is a, what is this guy's name? Doug Mastrino at the QAnon convention, Patriots Arise. And uh, he has a really interesting idea. Let me, uh, let me, let me just let him explain to you. So how do they get you to pledge your child? And how did our parents and our great and our grandparents pledge us as property, as surety, in our personification, all capital names, uh -huh. was through a evil satanic ritual called the birth of a child. Uh -huh. You see, a mother goes into a foundling center, and she goes to see the dock tour. A tour is a bill of lading when a ship arrives at the dock. And the mother puts her feet up on the, up on the stirrups, and the mother's water breaks. Yeah? Yeah, there you go. And the mother's water breaks, and the child comes out of the water through the birth canal, like you birth a ship, into the air, into the hands of the dock tour. And then, historically speaking, a satanic ritual would take place. The child was 
smacked on the butt, turned upside down, cried out in fear and pain. And then before the child could put their feet on the land and take the breath of God as a free, as a free creation of God, a legal bond document came out. It's on bond paper because it's a banking instrument. It's a surety bond. And the child's soul was taken on the back of that document. It was called the soul print. And then the umbilical cord in the afterbirth was thereby dead and abandoned by the mother. And because that was part of your birth, part of you being born, the construct, the evil, says that now that is dead. A part of you died, and now you're a dead vessel. You're an all-capital legal fiction. That's just straight-up gospel, folks. you got to figure it out. Your fucking umbilical cord fell on the floor, and that means you were dead because the doctor pulled you out of your mother's veg and slapped your ass and took your soul. That seems like a bad plan for an all-powerful God, but hey, who am I to question his all-wise logic, right? That's just crazy not to be true. And that's my QAnon bullshit. Hope you guys enjoyed that craziness. Let me check the Super Chats real quick. Dusty, what's the most stressful thing about doing this show? And what is the most rewarding? I like hanging out with you guys. Um, I make a living sitting in my bed talking about what interests me for four hours a week. That's pretty fucking cool. The show is depressing as fuck. Having to read constantly all day long. All this horrific bullshit. Does tend to get to you. Like, it doesn't make me very hopeful for the future of this country whatsoever. In fact, I'm about to get to some more shit that makes me even less hopeful. But uh, I smoke a lot of weed, and I'm enjoying being alive. So not worried about it too much. I don't take this life or this world very seriously because it's too goddamn ridiculous. So what you gonna do? Tell my mom, Gino? Did I pronounce it? Gino? I love her. Gino! Siren loves you. Ha ha! Your kid loves you. Selenia, hey Dusty, listen to you while driving to Corpus Christi to sign my buns for a little vacay. Don't forget to tan your ball sack, okay? I don't know if you have a ball sack, but if you have a ball sack, be sure to tan it because uh, apparently that's where all the testosterone comes from. I pull over for the forest. Love you. Hey, love you, Selenia. Good to see you not. Ron Watkins, Andy Kaufman. Shh. I mean, he does seem like a character, a comedic character that's trolling us, but I don't think that's true. Andy Kaufman would do it a lot better. QAnon, QAnon does whatever Boomer does. Spins a web made of lies. JFK didn't die. Look out. Here comes QAnon. You can totally use that, Dusty. Will do. I know that kind of the theme song. Uh, what is that? Um, Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever spider can. I recognize it. Dusty, say that Elon's dad owned a number one. I read that. Where does all this crazy come from? Um... Just good old USA. People are fucking stupid. Wish I could blame it on meth or something, but it's not even drugs or shit. It's just... We are not intelligent. We are not a very smart species, unfortunately. Some of us are. Like, most of us ride on the coattails of the really super geniuses, but the rest of us are just fucking morons. So, anyway. Cool. More super chats. More likes. All of it. Do the thing. And, uh, holy shit. Still got a lot of show left and we're only 30 minutes left to go. Let's cram, motherfuckers! Chud Watch! Talking about Chud Watch! We talk about Chuds and make fun of them! And tonight, starting us off on Chud Watch, Charlie Kirk! So, folks, 
I'm going to play you a couple clips, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Dusty, I know where this is going. Well, fuck you. Don't ruin it. You don't know what's going to happen. So you guys remember when uh, Charlie Kirk was suspended from Twitter for a dead naming Rachel Levine, who is, uh, I believe, is the uh, leader of the Department of Health, first trans woman and uh, woman in that position of authority. So anyway, Twitter has a thing where uh, when you're suspended, all you do is delete the tweet. And if you delete the tweet, then you're unsuspended. You get suspended like 12 hours and it's over and you get back, but you have to delete the tweet yourself and acknowledge that uh, the tweet violates the terms of service, right? But Charlie Kirk, he ain't going to goddamn delete that tweet. He got to stand for something because if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. This is the definition of virtue signaling, folks. Listen to this fucking badass. Hello, everybody. I have been booted from Twitter because I called, what's the name? I'm supposed to say Rachel. Oh, Richard Levine, a man. Well, I just said this, quote, Richard Levine spent 54 years of his life as a man. He had a wife and family. He transitioned to being a woman in 2011. Joe Biden appointed Levine to a four-star admirable admiral. And now USA Today has named Rachel Levine as woman of the year. Where are the feminists? What's wrong with that tweet? Well, nothing's wrong with the tweet. And this is a strategy. Of course, we're not going to delete the tweet. Like, have a great day, Twitter, whatever. We don't need you. You actually need us a lot more than we need you. We hope we get our Twitter back. But if we don't, whatever. But more importantly is the message it sends is we refuse to acknowledge we did anything wrong. Refuse. You do not apologize to these we people. Don't apologize. to these people is their currency. The currency they get y'all. rich. They get powerful. They cement their regime. Mm-hmm when you put forward these ridiculous apologies. So we're not going to delete the tweet. You're not going to. We're not going to back down from this. Never backing down, folks. We are not going to delete the tweet. Not going to. Hold the line. Hold the line, motherfuckers. Make sure that the bad guys do not win. The bad guys will win if we delete it. them more powerful. Don't make them more powerful, folks. We will never delete the tweet. And just to emphasize this, he went in front of a bunch of Christians and he said, hey, if I were to delete the tweet, that would make me a hypocrite. How could I stand in front of you godly people and then turn my back on God? God created man, God created woman. You don't have to overthink it. Uh, you don't have to be a biologist to talk about this. So where do we stand with this issue today? Well, so I tweeted out um, something where I said, Richard Levine was born a man, had a family, 54 years old, had kids, transitioned. I was probably being overly generous, by the way, when I said that to Rachel Levine um, and is now the woman of the year, right? According to USA Today. And so I got banned from Twitter for that. Um, and so because I dead named Levine, if you don't know what dead naming is, I didn't know it either until I did it. You're not allowed to use the birth name of someone who's transitioned. It's considered harassment. So uh, this is the new rules. Yeah. So I got banned from Twitter on this. So then Twitter offers you this opportunity, very Maoist show trial. So they say, okay, if you delete the tweet and acknowledge you engaged in our hateful policy, you get your Twitter account back. So I refuse to delete the tweet. I did nothing wrong. I'm not going to tell somebody I lied when I told the truth. And what a hypocrite I would be to come to this church and say, you know, it's going to cost you something while I privately like delete the tweet and go back to Twitter. It's going to cost you something while I tell my Turning Point USA students to keep on fighting hard. It's going to cost you something. No, cost me my Twitter account. 
for now. 1.7 million followers reach tens of millions of people every week. Whatever, we're on pause with that. Twitter's gonna have to decide whether or not they're going to back down. They probably won't. I may never get access to Twitter again. Yeah, big loss for society, right? Whatever. But That's right, folks. Superhero Charlie Kerr, he don't give a fuck. He never backed down. To do so would make him a hit. Oh, yeah, he backed down. He, he deleted the tweet. He did. He went out there and he played the big man and he virtue signaled and then he uh, deleted the tweet immediately. That would happen. Yeah, exactly what happened. Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk whip out on their Twitter chest thumping. And yes, he deleted the tweet, uh, got his account back quietly under the cover of night. Shocker! Time to do our shock face. Everybody do your shock face in three, two, one. Shock face! Not shocked at all! Did you do it? That was fun. And next up on the Chud Watch, more Charlie Kirk, folks! Hey, did you guys know a recession is coming? That's right, folks! Horrible recession is coming! It's gonna be awful, except there's one good part. At least the fucking workers will have to beg for their goddamn jobs! The fucking poors! think they can demand higher living wages and not live like slaves hell no finally the employers will have the goddamn power back to crush the little guy which is good according to charlie kirk and so but what we're, what we're about to experience though is people that believe that their dollar is getting cheaper and that it's not worth continually to engage in the economy because they feel as if that sort of Damocles is going to fall at any time. This time, it seems like it's by design. That's a separate issue. But to answer your question, yes, I do believe that we are heading towards a recession. I don't want that. I pray that does not happen. I pray for all of you that will be losing your jobs. So what you're going to see, what you're going to see is that these companies that have just hired dramatically are then going to have to scale down. For those of you that are employers and have to deal with kind of the smug, snarky, attitude of people that are showing up late and you're like i got no leverage because i can't find anyone to work the only benefit of a recession which is hard to even believe there would be one the only benefit is that employers are now going to kind of get some of their leverage back because everyone's going to be begging for a job soon everyone so you go from like where are all the workers because they have all the leverage to the workers will be pounding down your door for a job that's right the only benefit of recession is at least workers are gonna have to beg for their job so they don't start a death so silver linings at least you know at least a little bit of good can come out of this yikes folks they're goddamn nuts and uh then did you guys hear about this one last week talking about being terminally online tim pool put up a full full page billboard in Times Square about the libs of TikTok bullshit. So you guys remember I talked about this last time. There's a Twitter account called the libs of TikTok that doxes teachers or anybody who puts out uh, pro-gay or uh, pro-trans rights material on TikTok and they try to get them fired. And so somebody from the Washington Post uh, wrote an article about it and they uh, put out the person's information, although the person already had their information out online if you went and looked for it. They had their uh, domain registered under their name and all the information was there. So, the, But they doxed him, quote unquote. So, uh, yeah, way too much money from these right-wing influencers. Really sad when you're like scraping by like I am and these motherfuckers have money to put these stupid shit out. Can you imagine like the dishwasher walking by from the local restaurants and cafes seeing this? No one has any fucking idea what the hell this is talking about. 
maybe like point oh 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 one percent of the people that saw this billboard knew what the fuck it was about, but it don't matter. He gets to fundraise. Millionaire Temple makes a million dollars a year. Friend of the richest man of the world, Elon Musk. This is what they're spending their money on, folks. And of course, uh, the surf says, was watching Tim Pool's show yesterday where he said he needed your support to make this happen and asked for people to sign up to his site before admitting someone agreed to pay for half of it already. So it's all about making money, folks. Never, never can have enough goddamn money to these greedy motherfuckers. Just beyond parody, really. But that's what the fucking chuds are up to. And speaking of the chuds, folks, you guys remember when Marjorie Taylor Greene chased down and harassed Parkland school shooting survivor... Oh, uh, what the guy? What's this guy's name? David Hogg. Remember this shit? Why are you supporting the red flag laws? If there had been, if Scott Peterson, the resource officer at Parkland, had done his job, then Nicholas Cruz wouldn't have killed anybody in your high school, or at least protected them. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? not know how to defend your stance? Look, I'm an American citizen. I'm a gun owner. I have a concealed carry permit. I carry a gun with, for, for protection for myself, and you are using your lobby and the money behind it and the kids to try to take away my Second Amendment rights. You don't have anything to say for yourself? You can't defend your stance? How did you get over 30 appointments with senators? How'd you do that? How did you get major press coverage on this issue? So it's just her chasing down and harassing a school shooting survivor. When she does it, it's totally cool, folks. But when a journalist comes up to her and asks her some tough questions, oh, hell no, it's not fair. You also, I guess you also said you, you didn't recall calling Nancy Pelosi a traitor. Is that right? <laughs> you know, Jim, the problem... You don't seem to recall a whole lot. Well, I, What's listen, going on there? <laughs> You know, Jim, you have a show, and in and, and all fairness, you try to present this image of me to your viewers, and it's just really not correct. Well, we're just trying to get some answers. Did you send a text asking for the president to declare martial law? Did you I, do that? You know, I don't recall those being my text messages, but have you read the text message <laughs> that is... I love her answer here. I don't recall. Hey, I don't think they're even my text messages, but, but if they are, I didn't say what you claim I said, even though she did referring to because it actually says if you it was misspelled but it's actually actually it says if if you read it correctly jim your problem is is you're lying again right now it says i do Uh not know on those things that's what that text message so so he's gonna read it to her message read i don't know if that's my text message or not to talk about a text message read the text message read the exact text message that you're talking about the actual text message Let's see here. Let's hang on a second. In our private chat with only members, several are saying the only way to save our republic is for Trump to call for martial law. Martial was not spelled. Keep going with the text message. I don't know on those things. I just wanted you to tell him. I don't know on those things. Is that what that says? It says, I don't know on those things. (laughs) She said, I've heard that Trump's got to declare martial law. That's the only way this could work. Hey, I don't know, but shh. And she's like, hey, but I said, I don't know. So somehow that makes me saying that he should do martial law, not count. Hey, loophole, loophole. Don't blame me. I didn't do it. Bullshit. Yeah, you did.
Why Wait, are you bringing it up? Wait, hold on, stop. This text message that's supposedly mine, I don't know if it is. What does it right. say? It says some members and then it but says, wait, hold on. It, it says, I don't know. Wait, I don't know if that's my text. It says, I don't know on those things. Why don't you tell that story? You're no, saying, no, 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 no. You're saying you don't no, know if you're it's lying. your text, but you're, you're being you're a liar. defensive about it. You know why people do not like why you? Why are you being so defensive about it? Because you're a liar. Why do you want to lie on television for, not, for your viewers? I'm not trying to lie. No, no, you're trying I'm to trying accuse, to ask you No, you're about, accusing me of something, and then when I, you read the actual words, it tells another story. It right, tells the truth. Right, but you're being awfully defensive about it. Have a good one, Jim. Yeah, when you want to be honest, and you actually want to want to talk about me as a real person and present me fairly, then I'll talk to you, but until then, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Let me ask you this. No, I don't if want you are if you don't know, we're if you're done. To Stop testify harassing by the me. January Stop 6th harassing me. If you're Stop harassing me. I'm not subpoenaed. Stop harassing me. I know, but if you are, will you comply with that subpoena? Will you testify? Stop harassing me. I'm just trying to ask you some questions. You're not. I didn't give you permission to. Leave me alone. Can you also explain your comments about the Catholic Church? What that was about? Why don't you read my statement for your viewers? You know, we're just trying to ask you some questions. That's all we're trying to do. No, you're not. You're trying to lie about me, and I'm tired of it. We're not, we're not trying to lie yes, about you. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Very politely. Provided. They're just reading what she said verbatim. But you ask her questions. You're harassing me. You're harassing me. But when she does it, it's totally fucking cool because it's always a different set of roles for these motherfuckers. Hypocrisy. That's all they got. And speaking of these motherfuckers, here's her good friend, Nick Fuentes, who she appeared at his convention. Like- yeah, cool. Appearing at a white supremacist convention, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's see what he's up to this week. It's like, you're going to put out a tweet like that. It's like, nigger. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you were there. I meant to say nigga, but whatever. It's like, nigger, you were there. (laughs) Well, okay, whatever. I didn't mean to say that, but I'm going to own saying it. Yeah, I said it. And that's a real human being moment. That's right. We say it. We say it here. We say it. Hero. So super cool that a member of Congress is hanging out with this guy and speaking at his conventions. Yay, America. Racism's dead, yo, though. Don't worry about it, folks. We fixed it. And then on the Chud Watch, you guys see this one? So Ben Shapiro getting his ass handed to him in a debate. So what does he do? Well, obviously, he sits there and calmly, he listens and hears the guy. No, no, he cuts the guy's microphone and pushes him away. He doesn't care about the guy's free speech at all. It's not about the marketplace of ideas in any way. Huh. Hmm, curious. And so if the idea is that history has consequences, of course, that's true. That's not yeah, wokeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not wokeness. What wokeness suggests is that fundamental institutions in American society no, it are doesn't. so... Yes, I, it doesn't. Yes, it 100% ran. I ran Elizabeth Warren's campaign. I helped organize her volunteers around here. I am, I am a representative of wokeness. Okay. Well, and that's just, I mean, this is all it is. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I, I, you know, I when, I, that, when uh, I went to go get my first tattoo, I, I, the guy I, I, had lightning bolts and 88s tattooed on his neck. And as a Jewish person, um, that's really messed up. It's, so it's basically a threat. There are, there are racist people who exist. The argument that you're making, and I'm going to close with this because this is going in weird directions, and I don't really want to... No, wanna, no, no, it's not I, going I don't, in I don't really want to... No, just hold this up is, a second. I let, I let you get out your arguments, and now it's, now it's time for me to respond, because I let you say... Okay, I'll let you respond. He didn't actually get out his arguments. He hasn't explained yet. You keep cutting him off, Mean Spiro. But no, 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 not but. Now's my turn. You, 
You are not characterizing Fine. what I'm saying accurately. Now, now it's now it's my turn. Your your yeah. your definition is inaccurate. The reason your definition is inaccurate is because any sentient human being would acknowledge that history has consequences. Right. But if the idea is, but that's not what wokeism is. Wokeism is a different thing. Wokeism suggests that all inequalities of today are attributable to not only historic injustices but also continuing injustices in the now. And I've that never all disparities are attributable to discrimination. Like that, but a conservative. Not just that. Not a just conservative that. is the not only just, person. Not just and I want to know why. Why is it that conservatives are the only people who define it like that? Why, why are conservatives the okay. only okay. people? Okay. Okay. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to stop here because this is going nowhere. But What's up? I, we're, I'm gonna have to stop with this with you because this is going nowhere. All I'm going well, to say is this. To no, sum up, I, I, I just am trying I, to understand I your perspective. On a, just one more second. On a, it's. On you a, say on a on a fundamental on a fundamental level, you're shifting definitions to avoid the consequences <laughs> of your own argument. And if the idea is super free speech, yeah, cut him off, throw him out. And, fi and, and final point. Speech. And final this point. And final point. If you are going you to hold on, if you are also. But he's not free oh, speech for me, but not for thee. That's what they're all about. Yay! He's gone. We don't have to listen to him anymore. We don't have to, want to think about what he was saying. Kick him off, Ben! Hooray for free speech! But that's what the fuck they're all about. Hilarious! And, alright, I'm gonna skip this one. Let's see, let's go to the next one here. I'll skip that one, too. Um, well, let's go ahead and skip that one. Alright, folks, we're gonna skip the rest of the Chud Watch. We're getting late here. Let's move on to the carriage section. Do you know why? Cause... Bitch! You're caring too much. And first off, on the Karen Cavalcade, you guys see this one? Grandma slapping a, a black dude at a Little Caesars because they was out of crazy bread. <laughs> I think, Grandma, you the crazy bread. Slapping a 17-year-old Little Caesars employee in Enid after ordering two pizzas and crazy bread. They didn't have any of the crazy bread. 71-year-old drove up to the window and started calling his client racial slurs. She proceeds to, to call him the N-word. She don't just call him the N-word. She prefaces with you effing in person. Then documents show Schuerman asked the teen, quote, did that hurt you? When the 17-year-old said no, she got out of the car and slapped him across the face. You know, if that didn't hurt you, then I'll slap you and see if that hurts you. This young man did the best that he could do to control himself. Two weeks later, the 71-year-old charged with a malicious harassment based upon race charge. That charge carries more weight than a standard assault. What was more painful to him was the fact that it took so long for anything to be addressed in reference to this. The Garfield County District Attorney not wanting to go on camera, telling News 4 Enid police couldn't arrest Schuerman because officers didn't witness the misdemeanor with their own eyes. What the fuck kind of bullshit they is that? the video. The police department had it. Lil Caesars had it. Police having to pass the case off to the DA so prosecutors could do their own interviews before getting an approved arrest warrant through the court. Documents show when the manager asked Schuerman what happened, she said, quote, I harassed him like I always do, telling police she was just joking around with the kid. These type of cases would not have taken that long if the parties would have been reversed. Yeah, nah, no shit. This video and what the fuck is that bullshit about how the police can't arrest her if they don't see it with their own eyes. Even if they have the video, that's bullfucking shit. 
We know that's a goddamn lie. Defund the police! Stat! And you guys remember this motherfucker? Classic Karen bullshit. Uh, so apparently there was a gay guy or a couple gay guys who were celebrating their prom at a hotel. And one of them was wearing a dress and this guy decided to go up to him and fuck with him. Remember this? I chose what I want to wear so you can fuck off. Okay? Is that right? Okay. Is that right? Think he looks gross? Looks disgusting? Yeah? Yeah. You look like... I look like what? What does he look like? You look like an idiot. Get the fuck away from me. What does he look like? Please stop. Do not look at me. No, sir. No, sir. I can fucking record you all I want. Keep talking. Please, please. Look how smug he is. You look like a moron. Get away. Shit ain't grin. You're so smug, aren't you, motherfucker? I'm sorry, I'm gorgeous. Stop. Are you? Yes. Yep. Just, just gorgeous. Great. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Just go and have fun. He's the one that's following us. We moved. Like, we moved from everything over here. Seriously, come on, dude. We don't want to. So, falling around, harassing him because he's gay, clearly. Then he got fired, of course. You about to lose your job. He did. Because she shared this video? I don't fucking know, dude. Why are you suing Kathy Griffin? A lot of people share that video. It had like 2.2 million views just on the one I just showed. I shared the shit out of this video. Just share it again. Why don't you sue me? I don't know what's going on, but she says, yep, that is what it means to be an LGBTQ plus, LB, I said, LGBTQ plus ally. I will fight the suit. And I will not settle. I don't think he got fired because of me. I hope these kids are okay. No, he didn't get fired because of you. He got fired because he was harassing a gay kid and being a total goddamn douchebag. And his employees were embarrassed of him. That's the consequence of your actions, motherfucker. But of course, can never take responsibility. Gotta find somebody to blame. And he's blaming Kathy Griffin for some reason. I don't know why, but the definition of a frivolous lawsuit. Way to make yourself look even worse you fucking tool bag. And that is my very short Karen section for tonight. All right, let me check the super chats and then we're going to finish the show up with a little trash world. Great cut tonight. Hi from Lonnie and Christy. What's up, guys? Good to see you tonight. Jesse Ingram, just FYI, you keep mispronouncing Dim Tool's name. Oh, shit. Is it a Dim Fool? Tim Tool? I don't know. Where does Artie read that? All right, cool. Last chance to get your super chats. Last chance to hit the like button. Last chance to do all the things because. We're going right into the final section of the night, which is Trash World! Trash World! Dumpster Fire Hellish Trash World! Trash World! And first off, on tonight's Trash World, Sigh. How about we give all policemen lie detector tests to see if they're pedophiles? Hey! Isn't that what you guys want to do? The teachers, former police officer in Boston, police union president, pleads guilty to rape charges of six children over 27 Patrick years. Rose, a former Boston police officer and president of the Patrolmen's Association, pleads guilty to several charges of rape of a child. Rose had originally pleaded not guilty, but changed his plea to guilty just during a hearing within the past few minutes. At least six victims have come forward alleging that Rose sexually abused them as children in the 1990s. I'm usually all for unions, but not the police union. The police union should be the first one disbanded. The fraternal order of police disbanded. Fire all these fucks 
rebuild the whole thing from the goddamn ground up. Where you at, Q? Oh, you don't give a shit? Nah, that's what I thought. Uh, speaking of trash world, folks, Nike has found a way to sell pictures of shoes. I always thought it was ridiculous that people were spending thousands, tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars for sneakers. But I'm like, hey, if you want to collect them, it's your money, you know, whatever. It's not for me. I think that's silly, but if it ain't hurting nobody. Now, they don't even have to make the sneakers. They're literally selling fucking pictures of shoes. And they're going for hundreds of thousands of dollars, folks. Not kidding. Over $400,000 worth of Ethereum, which is one of those digital currencies. Crypto kicks. So, welcome to late-stage capitalism, folks, while people are going bankrupt left and fucking right for medical bills, food insecurity in this country, homeless problems everywhere. But yeah, let's spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on pictures of shoes. You fucking trash humans. God damn it. And then, folks, goddamn, talking about a trash world. I read this, and probably, like me, your first thought would be, what are you talking about? Wasn't this always the case? Delta to begin paying flight attendants during boarding. What? So apparently Delta only pays the flight attendants from the time everybody's on board and the door closes and the door reopens again. They only pay them during that time period. They're They're off the clock otherwise. How the fuck could this possibly be? Like, literally, they should be on the clock from the moment they walk inside the airport. Even the time they go to the break room to get ready, they go take a piss, pay them! All the time they get off and get all out of the airport. But hell no, of course, this fucking trash-ass country gonna wring every single dime we can out of our employer employees. Just so ridiculous. How could this be real life? But yeah, for those wondering or confused, it's common practice for attendants to only start the clock when the doors are locked to the point they're unlocked. Everything that happens before and after then isn't clocked on the payroll. So fuck everything about this goddamn bullshit. But hey, as Charlie Kirk says, at least when there's a, a recession, these motherfuckers won't have a choice but to work for free. Isn't that amazing? Super cool. Yay, America. Could you get any better? And speaking of a trash country, folks, when we talk about systemic racism, folks, we're not just talking about the laws of the country because people break the law all the time. Here's an article that talks about how white women tend to get better pain management after childbirth. They've done a study and they've shown there's a certain uh, illness that a, a percentage of women who give birth have right after childbirth. And there's a certain pill that you can give them to make them feel better. And it's much, much, much less likely to be given to black women. And we know this. We've had other studies that have shown this before, that black women's, uh, their concerns are taken less seriously by the medical industry. It's not just one thing when we're talking about systemic racism. It's like death by a thousand cuts. It's everywhere, all-encompassing. It's, hey, if uh, you have a black picture or a black name on uh, Airbnb, you can't get an Airbnb as easy. They had to, like, redo the whole rules to make it where you couldn't see the race of people. Hey, uh, you can't get a a, a loan at a bank if you're a black person as easy. Hey, uh, you have to send out 50% more resumes to get the same amount of job, job callbacks if you're black. 
Hey, you have 10 times less uh, inherited wealth than white folks. You know, hey, this, this, one thing after another, after another. That's what we're talking about with systemic racism. It's not just about the fucking laws. Like, I'll say it once again. I am very surprised black people aren't continuously rioting in the streets. I'm surprised they're so calm about this bullshit all the time because I know fucking good and well I wouldn't be. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Like, I don't even know what to do. I guess call it out. Put the spotlight on it. That's about all you can do. And one more, folks. Here's another one that makes me lose all faith in humanity. You asked me before, what is the hard part about this job? It's reading stuff like this. So Alex Jones, one of the biggest pieces of shit in the world, but still a guy who made $125 million reportedly by himself over three years. Yesterday, got sent a million dollars by a donor just out of the fucking blue. This world continuously just rewards the biggest pieces of shit. The whole concept of justice is just bullshit. It doesn't actually exist. Bad people don't get their comeuppance, usually. They're rewarded over and fucking over again, and the worse they are, the more they seem to be rewarded by this trash goddamn society. It's just so fucking frustrating. When you try to do the right thing, when you try to be a good person, the fucking society fucks you every step of the way, but when you're garbage, when you literally claim dead children didn't die, when your fans go out and harass the parents, the grieving parents of dead children, million dollars just fucking out of the blue, out of thin air, for fucking nothing. It's just so frustrating. I mean, I don't have faith anyway. I think of faith is a stupid concept, but goddamn, I'm about to have no faith in humanity at all. I just fucking don't. People say I'm too negative. They say I should have more hope in our society, but I just fucking don't. I'm not given reason to. Yes, there are a lot of good people out there. Yes, there's a lot of happiness and good things in our society, but there's so much fucking trash, so much pain, so much heartbreak, so much injustice. It's fucking hard. It's hard to have hope. But... Gotta finish up with this one, folks. This one's supposed to be a palate cleanser. And it's my hero section. And this video is... I, I guess it's joyful. I guess it's a nice video. But there's also another side to this, in my opinion. So this is one of the videos where uh, some guy comes up and he gives homeless people like a goodie bag and then films them opening the goodie bag. And while this is a very nice thing to do and it does seem to be helping these people and they seem very happy about it, in a way, this is still exploiting homeless people. The person doing this is doing it, filming it, knowing they're going to get a lot of clicks, a lot of likes, a lot of social clout, and probably make a lot of money. And I'm willing to bet they're making way, way, way more money off the videos than they gave these homeless people. So they're doing it not out of the goodness of their heart because they're making money. And so to me, this is still exploited, but maybe, I don't know, folks, maybe these people are donating every penny they make back. Maybe this, maybe the greater good is being done. I don't know, but uh, this is supposed to be heartwarming, I guess. He's walking up behind these homeless people and without saying anything, he's just laying like a bag of goodies behind them, but he's still filming it. And of course, all of them, the very first thing they do 
It's thank God. Give the imaginary man in the sky the credit. So, how do you guys feel about this? Is this heart lifting? Is this inspirational or just exploitation? Is this person a hero or are they a villain? Or is there some kind of middle ground, some kind of gray area between this? Anyway, you guys let me know what you think in the chat. I'd appreciate it. Be sure if you're watching this video, not live, but on the rerun, leave comments because the comments uh, make the YouTube algorithm recommend me to other people. It's a great way to support the show if you can't support it monetarily. And that's my show for this week, folks. Please consider supporting me on Patreon.com. Please let me get it up a little bit. I could use the help. Dollar to a month. I know it's a pain in the ass, but, uh, you know, help me out if you can. I'd appreciate it. And uh, let me finish off the Super Chats. Paul Cutterback, $49.99. Very generous. Thank you, Paul. That makes you the Super Chat. All right, general of the world tonight. Didn't say anything, but you ain't got a hero. Destiny, your music has a big 90s industrial electronica vibes. What's your favorite band music songs? Um, Growing up, my favorite band was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like me, like, Sir Mix a lot, the old stuff and shit. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana. That was basically what I listened to growing up. Now, I listen to a lot of yeah, electronic music, um, dance music. I like Lil Nas X. I like uh, Billie Eilish, her old stuff. Ha, ha, ha. Um, what else do I listen to? Um, even Kanye, stuff like that I like. All kinds of stuff. I have a wide range of taste. All right, cool. That's all my Super Chats, folks. Please, oh, one more. Ben Rodrigo, here are all my shackles. Love you, Dusty. Love you back, Ben. Appreciate you. Thank you for donating. Thank everybody who helped out the show tonight. You guys are the fucking heroes. Really appreciate it. Let me check the pores right quick. What you got to say, poor? Spongle. I know who Spongle is. And Mr. Bungle. Hell yeah, you should listen to all that stuff. Uh, Spongle is good when you're on mushrooms. That's classic mushroom shit. Mm. Kitty party, no kitty party tonight. I have not bought any kitty treats yet. I'm sorry, I have failed you, but I will work on that. I'll try to work on that this week. But I'm a dirty liar, so we'll see what the fuck happens. But I do have cats here. I have a few here. Miss Katana's here, and uh, Mr. Pretty Boy's over here. Mr. Miss, uh, Misty's over there. So we got a couple tonight. Mini kitty party. Just for you guys. Uh, Dusty's cat needs treats. Yes, I need treats. You guys have sent me some uh, cat food. I need to uh, do a shout out for the people that sent me cat food. Somebody sent me a t-shirt too. I'm going to do an unboxing probably next show. I'll work on it. I'll work on it, folks. Um, that is depressing. Fuck Hinduism and the caste system. True story. That shit looks stage as fuck. It does look stage as fuck. I agree. Inspiration, exploitation. Agree. That's kind of how I felt. Poor taste, fake. Don't doubt it. All right, cool. Hit the like before you go, folks. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you for joining me tonight. You guys make the show so good. I'm very proud that I have such an amazing audience. Uh, and you guys are real funny, too. I always go back and watch the show and read all the comments. And uh, you guys crack me up. So thank you guys for joining me. I like York. York's pretty cool. What's up, Senator? I will see you guys on Monday. Please have a good weekend out there. Trying to think of what else, uh, what else I need to tell you guys. I guess that's it. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. Tune in every Monday and Friday, 8 p.m., 9 Eastern. We do it every week. 
Usually I'm pretty good about staying on schedule. Not always, but I do the best I can. See you guys on Monday. Love the shit out of you. And as always, till next time, Logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. And now, a little Wobble Wobble, an original song by Dusty Smith to play us out with. Wobble Wobble, motherfuckers. Good night. Boom. Oh.